0: Have you ever found yourself struggling to stay on top of things, running out of time, or feeling overwhelmed? You aren't alone. Welcome to the implementation experiment. This podcast will save you time, energy, and money by focusing on helping master foundational principles for having your life work well. Implementation is key to getting consistent, predictable results. You are what you consistently do. The biggest gap in our society today is the lack of consistent implementation, but we do this with a twist. We focus on who you are being in conjunction with what you are doing, and we share principles that support you not only to succeed, but to have a competitive edge. Hi, I'm Christiana, and I'm here with your co-host, Anita Berger. We're here to help you tie what you learn to what you do. So let's get started.
1: Welcome to this week's episode of the Implementation Experiment. I'm Anita. And I'm Christiana. Great to have you join us this month for another great topic. Last month, we dove into the power of perspective, and we decided that one of the topics we uh, kind of brushed upon but never went really deep on was meeting people where they're at, which is such a in-depth topic. Um, Not complicated, but it's pretty complex. So this month, we are going to really go deeper into that and honor, understand people and so that you can really meet people where they're at with all the tools that we have and work with people that way. Well,
0: and I love that you're saying this, and and one of the big pushes for me for being able to dive deeper is... We've all heard, oh, eat, right, exercise. If we don't understand what's behind it, it falls flat. Like we know it, but we don't implement it. So what we really wanted to do was break down the understanding behind it. And we're going to give you the same information, but from a different viewpoint, because it makes it so much easier and life becomes more of a game. It becomes sweeter. You get more of what you want. You have better relationships. So that's what this is all about. the first topic this month, which I love, is discovering their filter. Now, how do they see the world to create what they have? You've always heard, uh, now, just like I said before, you've always heard, put yourself in another person's shoes or walk a thousand miles in another person's shoes. We've heard it, but do we really know what that means?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's really good to say it. But how do you do that? And that's what you and I have been practicing and we want to talk about because when we can really just put ourselves in their place and see what their world is, we can understand them and adapt how we speak to people, how we interact with them to get the results that we we want. It's uh, We've talked about this, uh, you and I privately, it's like if I go to Italy and I start speaking uh, English, most, not a lot of people in Italy can speak English from my understanding. I've never been, but it's like, if I'm going to go into a different area, a different part of the world, I take the time to learn the language. I take the time to figure out the customs. Otherwise, I'm just blindly walking through places. So well, this is a say idea. We are going to learn or teach you what we've been using to understand other people's languages and how they they perceive the world and in and do things, so that you can have a conversation and get the results you want in that conversation. So there's no miscommunications. Well, not a lot of com- as many. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: yes. Well, and you've also probably in NLP they teach this. Uh, they teach this from a languaging of eliciting another purpose, a person's map of the world? Like, how do they see it? So let's give you some questions so we can, instead of start talking in vague terms, let's break it down into simple things. Let me ask you, is the person in front of you a glass half empty or a glass half full, right? Are they optimistic or negative? Mm -hmm. Are they always complaining or solution finder, right? Um, The other thing too, are they someone that's going to follow the rules no matter what, and you're like a break the rules person, or maybe they are like, go to work, get a good job, work 40 years, retire, or maybe you're an entrepreneur, right? It doesn't matter. But again, it's like just understanding what those fundamental differences are and then realize that age, culture, language, experiences, and strengths and um, skills all play into that as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a Interesting, as we talk about this, I remember like 25 years ago, I was introduced to the idea of uh, books. I think it's been like back when someone introduced me to Amway. And they're like, yeah. "Oh, read this book on personalities. And I just went, now, eh, whatever, right? I mean, I was in my 20s, who the hell cared? Uh, at that time, I didn't care. Uh, but now, as I, <clears throat> we talk about this, I think like, oh, yeah, I had that opportunity at that point to dive into understanding personalities and there's lots of different um mm-hmm. programs and stuff that help you figure out personalities and those are great i use them uh, you, you use use them and talk I about one. them yeah <laughs> yes. yeah exactly but that is wonderful and fantastic we don't have to go that deep to start out with right it is just like putting yourself in their shoes and and looking at what would have to go on in their world for that to be okay, right? Mm-hmm. I do that Absolutely. all the time with with tenants, right? What well, goes let's... on in their world to see that they have that circumstance? What makes that okay?
0: I love the example just of you and I. Yes, You live in the country, you live off the land, right? Your nearest store is how far away?
1: Uh, like 20 kilometers, 15, 20 kilometers. And it's like a 15 minute drive. Okay. And nearest Starbucks is how close? An hour away. An hour. Okay. Starbucks for
0: me is maybe a mile. And, you know, you, when's the last time that you went and had takeout or
1: ate out? That's a really great question. <laughs> Mine so was yesterday. Go- yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Yes. Because I'm definitely um, growing up with the more rustic, rooted uh, in the, farm life. Uh, it just wasn't practical and it's not a matter of desiring. It's just not practical. If I have to drive a half an hour to get a takeout pizza, that really doesn't make sense. Yeah. Cause will be cold by the time you get home anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah so Absolutely. So again,
0: I love that perspective, right? If I look at your filter and it's so funny because I cannot tell you how many times that we have had conversations and you're like, Oh yeah, I have to jar or can. So I have it later. And I'm thinking, what? And I'm thinking, I just go to the store, which is <laughs> not even a mile from my house. It's like half a mile, right? So, I mean, just even that perspective where my life is in the city, well, I'm, I'm not so much in the city anymore, but close enough, right? Where my life is really more about convenience and yours is more practically living off the land.
1: Yeah. Mine is is about doing what I can for myself. Not, I mean, I can go to the grocery store. We have a Costco an hour away, you know, grocery store is like 10, 15 minutes that's, it's not a matter of, uh, uh, as a lot of people sometimes think like, oh my God, she's so isolated. She has to do this. It's a choice Mm -hmm. that makes me feel good, makes me feel connected to my environment. And, and it is just like how I live. And it's interesting because I'll talk about, um, the other morning, just before we were chatting, I was out hunting with my daughter and I'm like, yeah, we're out hunting for elk. And you're like, what? Like it's, It's normal this time of year for people to be out hunting. It's just normal.
0: Correct. and But, but again, for you, someone it,
1: who I'm great.
0: like, wait, what? And she's like, oh yeah. And by the way, we hunt in my backyard. <laughs> like most people where I grew up would have to go into the woods and the woods are your backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's amazing. But again, so when, when you're looking at something, you're really about how can you be self-reliant? Like that's a lot of your filter of like, wait a second, I'm self-reliant. I don't rely on other things. I can, I can, use them when I feel like it, but it's not a necessity. I could be completely isolated off the grid for a month or more and be completely fine mm-hmm. where, you know, everybody with all epidemic talk was like freaking out if they didn't have toilet paper. Right. So again, what I love about your filter and and just even that, or, you know, a lot of people are vegan and God bless you. If you are, everybody's welcome to their viewpoint. I'm totally a meat eater, but you had, vegans over to your house because they were vegan because of animal cruelty, but you prepared this amazing meal that you raised the steer, gave him an amazing life. You talked a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, well, we host, uh, um, my husband uh, is of Cree descent and we host native ceremonies. And we had some people, uh, invited some people over to do that. And part of the ritual is to have like a, a feast afterwards. And a recipe that's been passed down from me to me from uh, his family is the hamburger soup. Most of the time, it's not beef. Um, it, sometimes it's deer or, or whatever. Uh, but they came and I said, yeah, we're going to, you know, finish our day off with some hamburger soup. And they're like, well, wait a second. We don't eat meat. I'm like, well, what? Well, we don't eat red meat. You know, one of them, I just eat chicken. Why? Well, the way, you know, the beef is raised. And I'm like, well, okay, this guy. His name was like T-Bone and he, you know, he lived in the backyard and he had a great life and we made the exchange when it was time and it was beautifully raised and it's, you know, beautifully healthy, no hormones, no, you know, none of this cruel stuff that they think that is automatic with, with red meat. And I have to say, I was a little offended by their lack of willingness to expand their viewpoint they were just stuck if it's red meat it must be unhealthy or raised poorly yeah um and look it's okay that's where they were at uh i just shifted
0: again these people they're really conscious they're they're you know they're very proactive they're entrepreneurs they're you know you would think that they're progressive and 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 the like and at the same point as much as we can be expanded in this or, or that thinking same thing like i i'll share very honestly, which I shared with you is for me, I was in Los Angeles and being living for 24 years in Los Angeles from where I came from, which was a very small town of 20,000 people, my viewpoint was very different, right? I knew people from all walks of life. You know, I was an entrepreneur. Everything was very education based where I was from, right? You go to school, you get a good job and you work 40 years and that was how I was raised. And so my family was very indoctrinated in that belief system. And they didn't have aspirations or goals or big life goals or anything like that, which was my whole world and personal development. I divorced my family for five years because Mm -hmm. I was making them wrong just because I didn't as, as I was um, expanding my viewpoint, I was making theirs wrong. I just didn't have enough understanding at that point. And so for five years, I didn't participate. I just chose to opt out because I kept trying to change them, which was, which was not, what we're talking about here like when i went back i just said i had a conversation with my auntie and she said you know we've never judged you Mm -hmm. the judgment was all coming from me right so this is not one of the sexier parts of my life let's just uh, but again i believe if i give a real example you're going to be able to have a real experience Mm -hmm. and we one thing that i love about us is that we're very transparent so i went back to my family and i shifted my viewpoint from i just want to experience them how they're living their lives and appreciate them for everything that they are, for who they are, for what they do. And you know what? I had the best relationship with my family from that point, mm-hmm. but I but I had to go in and discover what their filter was yes. and I had to give them what they could take. So this whole month is really how I reintegrated to my family and fell in love with them. Yes. And I didn't change them. They didn't change me. We both operate in completely different worlds, but how many times, especially during the holidays, which is why this is so critical, that you come back at Thanksgiving and you have a clash of viewpoints, there's family drama, there's all sorts of stuff, right? Because you've gone off and lived your life and now everybody's shifted and now you're kind of coming back into a hodgepodge. You have that, right? We all have that with our family Mm -hmm. to the degree that we do. So this is really important. So a great game that we like to play is how can you identify their filters? So just make a game of it. So when I was with my family, I'd be like, oh, okay. So stability is one of their filters. I want a stable life. I want to have that paycheck. I want to know, da that. So I want to know I have this much time off. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm working all the time, right? I don't have clear on off time, which is something I will be addressing before the end
1: of but. But it, what, I love, what I love that you're talking about is that uh, everyone has a different currency. right for you it is i'm gonna i'm gonna work my business and and practice the uh personal development teachings to earn a living and your family and a lot of people i know are yeah i need a job i need you know money in the bank i need to be certain that my mortgage is paid or that my car payment is made it's just a different um currency that results in happiness and if we focus on the happiness part if they're happy and dig into what makes them happy, mm-hmm. then yeah, the, the Thanksgiving feasts, the weddings, funerals, they all have a different feel to them because you're not coming from a place of like, well, they're not taking, you know, they're not studying with the Tony Robbins type of the world, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it just really shifts how we interact and accept and, uh, and admire people.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, personal development is a very small part of the population. There's so much of the world that happens outside of that. And I've been so indoctrinated, you too have been indoctrinated into that way of life where what we take to be common sense is not necessarily common sense because we've studied in a certain way for a period of time. And we tend to be more along the entrepreneurial lines or creating our own revenue streams, which I have to say, especially with what's happened this year, that old model of relying on somebody else is getting tested. Right. So, this has been a great time for us to adjust our viewpoints, to just to um, also look at our filters. Also, look at the filters of what makes someone feel safe. If, If wearing a mask makes them feel safe, honor that. Right. If keeping your distance makes them feel safe, honor that. Right. It's like it's so beautiful to really kind of see what makes sense. I went out to breakfast with somebody and I wore a mask. She said, I'm so sorry I didn't bring a mask. I said, I'm really okay with that. You know, I know I'm healthy, so I'm good, and so we just because at dinner we're having no masks on anyway. So the only part where we weren't in a mask is from walking to the door to the table. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm okay with that, right? It's not like I'm going to be like smacking, you know, you know, getting that close. But again, right? It's again, what is the filter, and what? How can you put yourself in them, Their shoes? How do they see the world? Look at it from their viewpoint, mm-hmm. right? Their filter. And if you start playing, it's just a filter. The person is separate from the filter. Yeah,
1: I love that. What it it's a really great time. I mean, you guys have Thanksgiving in November. I don't know what's wrong with you guys because we have ours in October when when we can <laughs> still go camping. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating. I don't know. Uh, I, I would one day I'll have to dig into the history of why our, our Thanksgivings are like six weeks apart or something. But uh, you guys are coming up on Thanksgiving. And there, <clears throat> there may or may not be family gatherings, uh, but if, if there are, yeah, find somebody in the room or, or just observe, observe how uh, in larger gatherings, you may have seen this at weddings or funerals, or you and I, when we've been to personal development ev- events, when they were having big events with hundreds, if not thousands of people there, you notice that people kind of group together in familiar little huddles and, and communicate. So observe that and and just notice the commonalities when people do you know kind of join together. What's what common um, factors are in their life, and that is one of their currencies. That's what makes them feel safe. That's what makes them feel secure. And just noticing that, and absolutely, yeah. If you are in a setting like that, be brave. Go talk to them. You know, play See a game. The world with it. from their view. Yeah, it's yes. it's fascinating.
0: And I have to say, too, like my husband and I have very different social lives where he is very in-depth in the pool world. He's on the Hall of Fame committee. He's written for Q magazines like he's a color commentator, very, very like into the sport. And I remember when he and I got together, he had a very different viewpoint. I mean, the way he lived his life was totally not even near in the realm of how I live my life. So it was it was hilarious that these two opposite viewpoints came together. But when you, can, when you can see the other person's perspective, he said to me, he said, honey, I just wanna let you know, I am not going to invite you to any of the pool events because they're in smoky, dark, billiards hall. There's lots of gambling. It's very much you know, not an environment you would be liking. I mean, there's no decent food that you would get that would fit your viewpoint on how you like to eat. And he was amazing. And he's like, just so you know, if you do wanna come, that's fine, but I'm going to be concerned and more worried about you than enjoying myself because I know it's not something that's going to be good. And when there's an event that fits your filter and something that I feel like you would like to enjoy, I'm happy to invite you to that. And I was so excited. I did because I understand his filter and I I know that and he understands mine. It's very easy to say, Hey, come play here. Mm, You're not going to like to play here. Mm -hmm. And, and again, there's no drama. I'm not like whatever because of this one thing Mm
1: -hmm. what's fascinating is that he is already practicing that like Mm -hmm. he was he understood your filter and he gave you the you know he gave you his uh his view Mm -hmm. on it and there was no um no there's no drama like you said around it like he wasn't making you right he wasn't making you wrong he was just saying this is a world that i live in and based on the filters I know you live by, this filter probably doesn't fit, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the option to get involved or not, but there's no drama. There's no like, oh, he's doing stuff without me or like, there's no hurt feelings. It's just a conversation. Oh, and yeah. When, well, when we're understanding that someone has a different filter, it eliminates like arguments because, hey, they 100%. just have a different filter.
0: 100%. Literally. And he's so funny. He's like a huge sports guy, right? So we're all about the football and I don't really care. I mean, one way or the other. I mean, I am because I'm supporting my husband and and now I'm kind of into it because I'm understanding the strategy and all of that. But when he started, he would always go to a very smoky bull hall. And I'm like, I'm not going to come with you. You know, if you want me to go with you, then let's find a place where I can enjoy myself too, or go have that, go enjoy yourself. I don't care. You decide I'm happy to go either way. And sometimes he goes to hit the, his old haunts and has fun. And sometimes I'm with him and sometimes I'm not. And I'm totally fine either way. But because we understand this filter, it's so easy. I don't get offended, right? He doesn't get offended. I'm like, just make a choice. I'm cool either way, mm-hmm. right? And you do that with your husband. It's so wonderful. So again, pick somebody, even in the grocery store, watch how some people are more comfortable with, um, we're not wearing a mask or wearing a mask or some people like wear a mask, but stay really far away. Or maybe they have a mask and gloves on or-,
1: or they follow those lines, which I forget about yeah, all the time.
0: <laughs> totally. They just, in our store, they just took them off. They're like, no one, no one's honoring them anyway. Let's just go. But again, but notice, and, and if someone's filters like that, just be, be, be mindful of, honoring them is seeing their filter. It doesn't mean we agree, but we can accept it. We can accept that's how they see it, but we're not agreeing. Right.
1: And, and Which in communications, when you're communicating with somebody, like, you know, like you said, we'll, we'll use a grocery store. Cause that's something that has been really prevalent with a lot of people. When they go out shopping, there are all degrees of acceptance with different protocols, um, and agreements with that. And just meeting people where they're at and understanding, okay, look, this elderly lady who is wearing a mask and is confused because she wants to go get her flower and it's three feet there, but the lines tell her, you know, she has to walk like 40 feet extra. Just look at them and go, okay, that's where they're at. No judgment. Just, and if you're having a conversation with, I've done that where I've seen people, you know, like kind of like a panic in their eyes, that, that type of situation where they needed that item and they didn't, obviously from their physical body, it was a inconvenience or a, a real uh, obstacle for them. Like, Oh, I've got to walk, walk, all this extra way yeah, from a distance. Is there something I can help you with? Well, yeah, I just, I want this and it's right there, but I have to have to walk down. Look, there's no one down the aisle. If you just want to scoot in and get that you can like, it's okay. Or would you like me to grab that for you? Like I'm okay being the rule breaker and just be by Understanding yeah. that filter and working with them. Look, you might not be able to see the smile on the mouth, but you can see the smile in their eyes when they're just grateful. Like Matt, them when they're and and it's funny because I did that with a, a lady that was needing help, and she's like, "No, I I can do that, right?" But there's just so much confusion with rules and everything that we're being asked to do, and it shifts and changes every day. Like you said, they've taken the lines out of your grocery store, which is which is probably my biggest cause of my anxiety is like, am I going to go down the wrong, the wrong aisle at the wrong time and upset people? But if we, if we can meet people where they're at and understand their filter, all of a sudden uh, our life becomes easier. Their life becomes easier and it's just more peaceful all around.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, I really want you to play with this and Also notice this on social media, especially now around politics, what's going on. Notice when people are posting, it's just their filter. It doesn't make them good or bad or right or wrong. It's just one way of seeing things. And again, put yourself in their shoes, look at it from the way that they're looking at it, and maybe you can see why they're making the choices they're making or why they're saying what they're saying. You can accept it, not agree to it. Yeah, I love that. Yes. Play with it, practice it this is something again if you don't implement it it do, you don't actually know it so remember tie what you learn to what you do and where can they find us again
1: they can find us on instagram or facebook at the implementation experiment so join us there tell us some filters that maybe you see your life through and go play a little bit have fun have fun playing with the game and see people's world as they do without judgment without necessarily agreeing, just understanding. Thank you everyone for joining us. Have a great day.